we will look at basically social security concept and rationale concept of social security it is defined as security of an income to take the place of earnings when they are interrupted by unemployment sickness or accident to provide for retirement through old age to provide against loss of support by death of another person and to meet exceptional expenditure connected with birth death or marriage purpose of social security is to provide an income up to a minimum and also medical treatment to bring the interruption of savings to an end as soon as possible if you look at each of these then these are the times when the individual is not able to be productively employed in old age he cannot work if there is an unfortunate accident again the person cannot work or there are uh, expenditures which could be related to birth death marriage etc the employee needs support in all these cases and this is what the social security provides social security is the security that society furnishes through appropriate organization against creation against certain risks to which its members are exposed and uh, these risks become all the more for individuals of small means they have meager earnings and definitely they are not able to provide for these out of their own earnings it is characteristic of these contingencies that they impair the ability of the working man to support himself and his dependents in health and decency so if we look at the nature of social security certain points come to mind first is social security program provides protection and relief to the members of the society against certain contingencies which expose them to the risk of social and economic security protection is provided to them in the capacity of members of the society who are related to and who are dependent uh, upon each other secondly social security schemes are implemented mainly through enactments these are enforced at the local state and national levels for the purpose of providing financial assistance to people in distress thirdly social uh, the concept of social security also includes social assistance and social insurance some sort of cash benefits other than benefits in kind are provided to the individual to compensate for the loss of income which may occur due to old age invalidity sickness unemployment injury 
etc and uh, social security schemes also provide in a broader sense psychological and social security look at the rationale and importance of social security so social security would include both social insurance and social assistance it is essentially related to high ideals of human dignity and social social justice uh, so let's look at the importance first social security is an instrument of ensuring social and economic justice secondly in a welfare state social security is an essential part of public policy thirdly the basic aim of social security is to provide protection to people of small means against risks or contingencies which impair a person's ability to support himself and his family for example during periods of sickness old age invalidity unemployment death etc social security measures are generally guided by social legislation they are brought about by law and uh, social security is a must for protection and stability of workforce uh, in any economy scope of social security scope of social security is very wide social security schemes can include a number of things like health insurance maternity benefits compensation for employment injury workers family pension come insurance schemes compulsory and voluntary social insurance provident fund schemes public health services all these can be a part of a social security scheme however the social security programs differ from country to country all the same we can look at some of the characteristics which are common in these first they are established by law they are in place the laws are in place in every country second they provide some some form of cash payment to the individuals to compensate at least part of the lost income that occurs uh, due to such contingencies as unemployment work injury maternity etc so some bit of compensation will go to them in the form of cash and thirdly the benefits of the services are provided majorly in three ways social insurance social assistance and public service these are the ways in which it can be given so let's take each one of them social insurance it is a mechanism through which benefits are provided to the contributors please note the benefits are provided to the contributors out of contributions made by them the employers and the government 
necessary for satisfying wants during old age sickness unemployment and other contingencies of life so main features of these social insurances are uh, social insurance is contributory in nature as both government and the subscribers have to deposit monthly subscriptions to the social insurance scheme so in this schemes the person who is benefiting is also contributing to the scheme and the government is also contributing certain benefits are provided to them in case of uh, contingencies then benefits are claimed by the insured persons as a matter of their rights in accordance with their salary now social assistance is different from social insurance in social assistance government attempts to help the distressed uh, people in contingencies no contributions are made for getting the benefit by the worker that is the major difference between between the two social assistance includes non contributory benefits towards the maintenance of children mothers invalids aged disabled and unemployed benefits are provided to persons of small means in sufficient quantity so that their minimum uh, minimum needs can be satisfied then public services such programs are usually financed directly by the government from its general revenue in the form of cash payments or services to every member of the community falling within a defined categories so in this you could have uh, medical care for every person old age pension pension for invalids uh survivors pension to widows orphans etc the distinction between social insurance and social assistance social insurance is financed from contribution paid on a tripartite basis namely the employer the employee and the government while in the case of social assistance the cost of the scheme is borne by the government this is a major difference secondly in case of any contingency resulting in loss of income all beneficiaries are entitled to get financial assistance at a flat rate but in the case of social insurance cash benefits are paid only to the members that is workers and their dependents in proportion to the contribution paid by them the quantum of benefits payable under a scheme of social assistance is dependent to a great extent on the finances uh, given by the government and the provision for social assistance in its budget while in the case of social um, insurance it is not social security in india india is a welfare state as envisaged in in the 
constitution. Several laws have been enacted to provide for social security to the workers. For instance, Employee State Insurance Act, which was passed in 1948, and Employee Provident Fund Act in 1952. These are two major laws relating to uh, social security in India. Some measures of social security existed even before these acts were passed, but these measures were in nature of assistance and not social insurance. Moreover, they covered only a minor part of the distress of industrial workers. Now, the Employee State Insurance Act, ESIS, ESIS is a very, uh, very well-known act which was passed in 1948 in order to provide various welfare facilities to industrial workers through one agency. It is compulsory and contributory health insurance scheme. ESIS provides medical benefits in the form of medical attendance, treatment, drugs and in, uh, injections to insured persons and to the members of their families where the facility has been extended to families. Uh, ESI Act is applicable to all factories employing 20 or more workers. That is what is a very good thing about the Act, that these facilities are given and it is by law mandatory uh, for employers to, uh, to give this under the ESI Act and in all the factories which have 20 or more workers. So ESIS is a landmark in the history of social security in India and its object is to introduce social insurance for workers. It, um, it provides uh, workers, uh, it provides assistance to the workers in contingencies such as illness, long-term sickness, or any other health, health risk due to exposure uh, to employment injury, occupational hazards, etc. And, uh, you know, so they have to, the workers have to give a nominal contribution, which used to be something as low as rupees 10, 10 per month, which may have gone up in the recent years. And um, the benefits which the workers get are, uh, are very good, are very, I would say, cover a lot of areas. So insured workers and, the, and their families are entitled to these benefits. First is the sickness benefits. So sickness benefit consists of cash payment for maximum period of 91 days, you know, a little more than three months. Daily rate of sickness benefit is calculated at half of the average daily wages. The insured worker who is getting sickness benefit should be under medical treatment at a dispensary or hospital maintained by the corporation. So, uh, you know, 
insured persons suffering from long term diseases they will get extended sickness benefit up to 309 days so this is a this is a very good benefit for a for a worker who's not able to work because of a short term or a long term sickness second is medical benefit medical benefit is available to workers claiming other benefits like sickness maternity disablement this benefit is available at esi hospitals or dispensary of the doctor to whom the worker is attached third is maternity benefit in the form of cash payment to the insured woman okay then fourth is disablement benefit given in the case of temporary as well as permanent disablement uh, mostly to a worker caught in an industrial accident within the factory premises depend uh, next is dependence benefit given to the dependence of a diseased uh, deceased the person who has expired insured worker it is given at the in case of a death of a worker due to an industrial accident then um, so uh, so what we see is that lot of these benefits accrue to the workers who are working in factories and may face face accidents or are temporarily or for a longer period not able to uh, be able to work then another very good scheme of government of india is employees provident fund and miscellaneous provisions act 1952 so retirement benefits in the form of provident fund family pension and deposit linked insurance are available to the employees under this schemes so what happens in this scheme is that the employees would contribute 8.33% of the basic wage and da dns allowance um and employer will make a matching contribution so whatever is deposited by the employee employer also makes a matching contribution and government has enhanced the rate of contribution time and again provident fund there are a number of provident fund schemes contributory provident fund scheme has gained more popularity okay and we also have pension pension may be defined as deferred wage payment to meet the needs of an employee in his old age amount of pension is dependent on the total number of years of the service of the employee and the last pay which is drawn by him family pension provides long term financial security to the families of industrial employees in the event of their premature death then we have gratuity scheme uh, 1972 it is applicable to factories mines oil fields plantations railways motor transport shops and other establishments uh, okay act provides for payment of gratuity at the rate of 15 days wages for each completed year of service okay 
Then there are some more schemes like employees deposit linked insurance scheme and Workmen Compensation Act 1923, Maternity Benefit Act 1961. So what we find is that there are a number of good schemes which have uh, which have been enacted by the government of India to take care of social security.